episode two of the Useless Assumptions podcast. I want to thank everyone who listened and shared. Uh, please keep spreading the word if you guys are enjoying the show. If you have any input about the show or want to suggest a topic, please go over to our Facebook page, Agent Life Media Group, and let us know um, what you guys want us to talk about. Uh, today we'll be, we will be discussing the Huskers, the college football playoff, NFL, uh, Patrick Beverly's comments on Clay Travis, NBA, and the leak and release of the Tennessee Shooters Manifesto. Vance, welcome. We're having fun. Episode How are you two. doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good. <laughs> All right. Doing good, man. That was a that was a little winded uh, ent- entry there, but uh, yeah, we can get into the Huskers first. Um, so the eleven and three. All I'm saying is Big Ten championship is still on the table. Still it is not still gone yet. On the table, we're still we're still in the running. We're still. I mean, the West is bad. It is bad. Uh, the chances is. I'm I'm way less on the chances of us winning the Big Ten championship from where I used to be, but you know, better things could happen under Matt Rule. I'm gonna keep drinking the Rule Aid. I like it. The Rule Aid. Did you say that last time? I don't think you said that last time. I did, did not say that last That's, time. Are we gonna coin that? You're gonna TM? No, I actually got a. I found a meme. It's a little uh, Kool Aid bottle jug of sugar, and it says Rule Aid, and on the top it goes 30 percent more hype than last year, and I'm here <laughs> for it. That's good. <laughs> That's good. So, like, where where do you think we're going from here? So, real realistically, well, let's let's bring us down just just a tad. So, realistically, I don't see us losing to Maryland, uh, Wisconsin. Like we talked last week, they're scary. I thought Michigan State was scary just because I don't care what Michigan State does. It's just tough. It's tough for us to go there. Uh, we came out flat. Didn't play good. Uh, we were clean. No penalties, which is something we haven't seen in a long time being able to be penalty free but it doesn't do you any good when you keep turning the ball over can't win the game yeah i thought our offense was very very lackluster um o-line wasn't very good obviously we're missing two players yeah a lot of injuries Mm -hmm. Um, turnovers killers very bad um i I, we talked about harberg's decision making last week and i i i commended him and yep. then I watched that game, and I'm like, Where, "Where's the dude I just talked about?" Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't confident. It seemed like, I mean, I I listened to the game. I was obviously working, so I was listening to the radio. I uh, went back and looked at a lot of highlights and stuff, and it just looked like he was missing some open guys. Didn't seem like he was confident in his reads. Uh, kind of took till the end of the game when he finally took off, broke that 43 yard run. You know, getting back to that, let's go, let's do this. Uh, it seemed a little bit like he was in his head. <clears throat> I mean, he threw the ball looked good. That even that that really long ball he overthrew Malachi a little bit, and clearly should have been pass interference. The guy just smoked him. He turned around. Yeah, Everybody after, was he, hit interference. Interference. after uh, he hit that's him, it's questionable. I I don't think that one was questionable. But I, I didn't think his accuracy was that good in the, in the game overall. No, it wasn't good. It was bad. I mean, and he missed a lot of open <clears throat> open receivers. Yeah, that that was tough. Uh, three turnovers, refs going against us, and we still had a chance to win the game. So, I mean, yeah, Michigan State's not a good team. Uh, that's a game you hate to lose. That's a game we're supposed to win. Uh, makes it that much more bitter. Makes it tough, especially when you don't have penalties. and it, It's it's just crazy. Uh, I think Hat, Matt Rule is really good about doing that. Just It's one week. We're out of it. We're done. We're looking at next week. We're uh, going to be 1-0, and we're going to win again. 
can beat Maryland. Uh, Wisconsin going to be tough. Iowa, I I think I'm just beating a dead horse right now. I, I think Iowa is a fraud. Iowa's not good. Iowa's terrible. Iowa's yeah. going to lose to us at home. Still, look, I'm still looking at this at the at the standings, and I just can't uh, can't believe in the West. I mean, the, the top person's four and two, or sorry, seven and two overall, but four and two in the conference. Um, and then looking at the top, you got Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, uh, Penn State, Michigan playing this week, so that'll yep. change a little bit. I've heard so they uh, they fire. Did that guy get let go? The whole he, signal calling deal. I don't know if he. F- I can't remember if he fired or he resigned or i don't but he is no longer with the team colin i don't remember his last name colin uh anyway he's the guy in the middle of the controversy uh they did come out yesterday on on uh tuesday they were talking within the next 48 hours there might be a a decision made on punishment or what may be coming down the pike type of deal because it sounds like michigan would take it to state court if that was the case, right? Yeah. What it sounded uh, like. They were saying after they had the NCAA or Big Ten said they might think about something, the uh, Big Ten or Michigan said that they were going to sue the Big Ten if they decide to make a, a penalty before a full investigation happening. Basically you know, during the season. They during, wanted it yeah, to be they, done yeah, after the season. It's got to be done after the season. Uh, Stephen A. Smith came out uh, again this morning, I think, or maybe it was yesterday morning, saying uh, he fully supports Michigan not being allowed in the college football playoff no matter what. So he's saying, say Michigan goes, wins the Big Ten undefeated, he's not allowing them in the Big Ten ten, or in the college football playoff, which to me just seems asinine. I don't understand it. They're one of I don't. They are not winning from sign ceiling. Yeah. I also think it goes back to the US the USC controversy when they took away their stuff, you know, back with uh, Linehart and uh, Reggie Bush. Bush. It's like if you're in the middle of the controversy, I don't I don't think they should get to be in there if they're going to maybe even attempt to take that away. Like to, don't don't let them in if they're, if you're going to take a championship away if they go to win it, right? Thoughts on that? I can see where you're coming from there. Um but who thinks that USC didn't win those national championships. I agree. Or I mean, didn't win those games. Yeah, yeah they're, those wins are vacated. They happen. Obviously. Everybody yeah. saw them. Yeah. So vacate the wins. The NCAA has no teeth. And right. It's kind of a it, It's a fairly corrupt organization, uh, just the way they do things. Uh, it's getting better now. They got uh, the uh, name, image, image, and likeness. You know, it makes it a little more fair to players. But then now we have it the NIL money and we got Reggie Bush who still doesn't have Heisman or they took his Heisman away yet he won the Heisman who's by far the best player right, right. so it's weird it's uh, it's it's a complicated deal yeah I don't know if I really want to talk anymore about that loss because it, it just wasn't it, it was not fun to watch um, so I'm thinking I, you asked my actual what we're gonna do right. so we're gonna we're right now five and four mm-hmm. we're gonna be eight and four gonna go to the Big Ten Championship Probably gonna lose that, so we're eight and five, and we're gonna win a bowl game and make us nine and five to finish the season. Okay, all right, we'll hold you to it. It's on. It's on recording, and it's gonna change every week. And I'm here for it. Let's yeah, go. That's what we. That's, that's <laughs> what makes the show right. <laughs> Things can't go perfectly. Um, college football playoff. We've got the the rankings out. They came out Tuesday. Um, no real. Huge shakeups or anything? 
Uh, same top eight, I think, wasn't it? It might have moved moved around a little bit, but it was same, the same yeah, top eight. Same top eight. Um, it's funny because we talked about um, the Air Force being undefeated, and then they got, and got smoked, smoked by, by Army, by an, a bad Army team. Yeah, yeah, it was that was bad. Um, I watched. I thought it was one of the better weekends of college football overall. I watched most of the games because of now we're doing this yeah. show, so I tried to catch as many as I could. Um, I really thought it was uh, what USC Washington, right? Yep, that I, was a night. I watched. I watched the night games. I was paying attention to them. I really thought USC had. I mean, they had a chance. They were in the game. I saw a lot of people on Twitter and Facebook and things saying, "Oh, there's no defense in the Pac-12." Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, no, they just have really good offenses too. Like their defenses aren't. They're amazing by any means, but those offenses are are pretty damn good. They're really good. Uh, you, they can say USC doesn't have a defense because yeah. they don't. Right, they have no defense. Right. Uh, they actually had a pre- pretty a couple good plays in that game. Surprisingly, their defense was pretty good in that game. But there was a lot of games. I mean, some of USC's losses were to teams they shouldn't have lost to just because their defense was so bad. And then they had games against. Uh, teams that they shouldn't have been as close as they were because their defense was that bad right i uh and yeah iowa at 22 fraud get out of the top 25 yeah it won't be there much longer oh no they're playing uh rutgers this week and the over under on that is 28 points (laughs) that's okay (laughs) i thought it'd be teams i thought it'd be a little lower than that Um, I think that's the first time I've seen it under thirty <laughs> really? this year for Iowa. That's funny. I mean, they've had, and they've had like a ten to seven game right. or twelve to nine. I don't remember. Right. Uh, Georgia looked good. I mean, I didn't see Florida State play. I did not see that game. Uh, I was kind of paying attention to the Alabama game. I watched that game. That you was a good that one. one. Yep. I did not watch that one. I was paying attention to it. Uh, paying attention to the Penn State Indiana game. Uh, Missouri, Georgia. I mean, Missouri was a 16 and a half point dog and they lost by nine, I think. So Georgia kind of escaped a little bit, but that Colorado, was out of Oregon state was subpar. I didn't, I didn't enjoy that. No, that was, I didn't watch that much. I don't really, I didn't see, so uh, yeah, I didn't see too many of the other ones, I guess. The old rock chalk, rock chalk Jayhawk still, still doing work. Yeah, in the Big Tens or Big Twelve, still alive for a Big Twelve championship. There, K State still no, they just lost to Texas. I think they're out of the Big Twelve championship run. Six and three. Crazy how some of these teams three losses are still up. I guess there's not that many other. I guess the losses came to teams ahead of them. Yeah, well, yeah, K State lost to Texas in overtime by three points. So I'm guessing that's why they got that nod at twenty five. So we're down to. One, two, three, four, so there's five undefeated still. And Ohio State and Michigan play each other. Um, do you see Georgia losing any games? Uh they're probably gonna have to play uh Alabama in the in the championship. Mm-hmm. They play Ole Miss this week and Ole Miss can score. They just they had a good game yep. too. I kinda forgot about that one. Yep, that game's this weekend, Ole Miss versus Georgia. That'll be a good game. That'll be a great game. Uh, I don't know what to think on the Penn State Michigan. Michigan has not really played anybody, but then I watch Michigan and they just look they look so complete, but how do you know if it's the teams they're playing? They have one of the weaker schedules in the country. Ohio State's got one of the better schedules in the country, but they struggle at times, but 
I mean, they kind of struggled against Rutgers early and then pulled away in the second half, kind of yeah. spanked them. But I was kind of secretly hoping for that one for Rutgers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Georgia never really pulled away from Missouri. They kind of kept them around the whole time, but they did win. So yeah. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. Yep. Um, I don't see any other like really, really big ones that I watched and was really like amazed on. I didn't see anything uh, that we haven't really talked about. I think it's going to come down to somebody in that top ten. I mean, uh, I mean, Penn State couldn't make a run. Say they take Michigan out, they're they're going to get right back up in there. Uh, at this point, without Ohio State losing, that'll keep them out of the big. 10 championship but they could be a one loss team sitting at five six seven you know with a chance to get in yep uh florida state plays miami so that's a rivalry game you never know what happens in something like that miami doesn't really have the dogs right now for florida state right miami just lost to nc state i think this weekend that was a pretty good game uh good defensive battle uh kind of let nc state get away a little bit at the end uh so i don't see them having the horses to hang with florida state but you know, rivalry games kind of throw that out the window. Yeah, most of the time uh, they're usually good games to watch, and I'm sure it will be a good game, and maybe, maybe close. Florida State will probably carry it away, though, in my opinion. So, what do you think? Uh, you thought you think USC's got a good offense and everything, so they are playing Oregon this week, and they are a like 14 point dog, 15 point dog to Oregon. You see that happening? 15 point loss. I could. Oregon's got a good team. They got and a they, good, they've they got, got a, a good team, but you do you think USC's not going to score? I think they'll score. I think it'll be a back. I think it's going to be just like the Washington game. It'll be back and forth, and so a single digit game. I mean, one one touchdown game, maybe. So maybe the. I think, I think that's a big good. spread. Yeah, too big of a spread for that game, but you never know. It's probably too big of a spread just for the Pac-12 in general. Yeah, they all have. Yeah. They're all. They all have offenses. Yeah. And you got two Heisman caliber quarterbacks on both sides of that game. I haven't seen Oregon too much this year, so it's kind of hard a, for me to. They have a pretty good defense. I've watched a few of their games. Uh, I would definitely way better than USC's. I was just listening to somebody. Uh, USC's defensive line averages like 300 pounds, and or Oregon's defensive line averages around 300 pounds, and USC's got like one player over 300 on the defensive line. The only thing I could see happening is that it's Caleb Williams, right? Yep. He is very turnover prone. He's yep. got them. I think they did. I, I won't have the stat. I don't have the stat. I'm not even going to try to go find it. He has, I think, the most turnovers per game by a, any player right now in college football. Really? I think so. I, I'm pretty sure. Against top-ranked teams, maybe? Maybe against top-ranked teams, but it's up there because of the way he holds the ball, carries the ball. He loses it a lot in the pocket. He, it happened against Washington. Yeah, he's used to being able to. He tried I mean, to hold the ball. He's going to get it back, like yeah. type of thing. He's I'm going to get the ball and I'm going to go score. So right, right. That'd be my only thing that could really. That's maybe you can it, turn it to a 15 point game. Mm-hmm. That's a real point. fast. Yeah. Um. Any anything else on college football? I think I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty good with that. Yeah, I don't want to touch on it too long because I know. Um. Think I mean things are going to change every week, so just doing a, a little overarching of it is fine with me. Um. Moving into the NFL, Chiefs and Dolphins played in Germany this weekend. You watching that game? I uh, just was kind of paying attention to it. You know, I, that was happening while I was working, so got a little bit of it. Watching, keeping an eye on it. It was it was a good alerts. game. I thought um, both teams. I mean, it was a lot of offense. 
Um, defense was subpar, uh, except for the Dolphins in the second half. They did not let Chiefs score. They didn't score in the second half mm-hmm. at all? Nope. First time I think that's happened all season. One of the Chiefs' points was off a fumble recovery for a touchdown, right? Yeah, fumble recovery pitched. Off a, t- off a Tyree kill. Tyree kill. Yeah. Yep. He's still scoring for the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, the Dolphins are having trouble beating good teams. They're, they're having trouble beating any um, above 500. Yep. Yeah, I don't think they've beat one yet this season. And how do you... I mean, that you can watch them on tape, and yeah, they struggled, but they were competitive against the was it the Eagles? They lost mm-hmm. to the Eagles, and that was a really competitive game. They, they lost to good teams. They weren't out of that game no. by any stretch of the imagination. They weren't out of any of the game. They were out of the Chiefs game until the until the second half. Yeah, I was gonna say they were kind of getting waxed in the in the Chiefs game, but and I didn't see that one coming because the Chiefs have been fairly underwhelming this year too. Yeah, they're seven seven and two, so they were six and two going into that game. The Dolphins were six and two, but I've never watched the Chiefs and been like these guys are really, really good. I think they've they've lost. I won't be able to pull that up. But they, I think they've lost to they lost to the Broncos subpar team. Yeah, Broncos. yeah, they got beat by the Broncos. The Dolphins beat the Broncos seventy, put hung seventy on the Broncos. Right, <laughs> um, and the Dolphins did a very good job of shutting down uh, Travis Kelsey in the second half, which yeah. was mostly the reason that's that kind the, of their offense. The shut one well, is their offense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was cool. Um, playing in Germany, I think it was a good first game. Seemed yeah. like everybody was pretty uh, into it. Uh, Vikings Falcons was a was a back and forth game. Um, Josh Dobbs, how crazy is that kid? He's nuts. <laughs> Comes in last in the middle of the week or beginning of the week and leads them to a victory. Yep, so he spent most of the week studying the playbook. He had never taken a snap with that line. Yeah, I saw that. I saw him uh, right before he came in. Uh, I saw him taking taking snaps with the center. Like, oh, okay, we got this. We're good. Yep, and uh, took a little scoots to the. You know, they had some nice runs and great passes. Uh, he got the game ball at the end of the game. Did he? Mm-hmm. I saw Ke- uh, Kevin O'Connell talking. He was on Pat McAfee talking about uh, what their choice was with uh, t- why they took a guy like jo- Josh Dobbs, but. They're, the NASA is calling Josh Dobbs the uh, what is it the I can't I'm, uh, like NASA NASA NASA's got a nickname for him because he's that smart you know type of thing oh uh, <clears throat> but anyways yeah Kevin O'Connell was wanting uh, Josh Dobbs to they or they wanted a quarterback that was insanely intelligent that could learn the playbook knew what was going on and had played at the NFL level before. So the speed wasn't too much and could get him out of trouble with their legs. And I think they got that with that guy. They had asked him what plays he could run. And he said he could run the whole, yeah. the whole playbook if in a week asked to, um, yep. which most of your, most, most of the quarterbacks, backup quarterbacks in the NFL right now couldn't do that. I don't think anyway, not, not in a week's time. No. Um, so good, good on the Vikings. I mean, they're carrying without yep. Kirk. So yep. still, still, Oh, they call him the pastor, not, the pastor not. The pastor not. That's funny. Uh, Cowboys Eagles. I don't want to get into too much of this. The Eagles. I mean, the Cowboys defense is good, but the Eagles really should have had this game. It shouldn't have came down to the end anyway. But um, Cowboys clock management with four thirty left in the game 
was they were sluggish. They were slow. They were slow getting to the line. Yeah. They were down a touchdown. They needed to get down and score. Why why play so slow when you may give the ball back? You only have two timeouts. So they needed a touchdown and a field goal? Yep. Uh, I didn't get to watch the game. I didn't see it. But uh, horrible, horrible clock management by Mike McCarthy is not something I'm not advert or well-versed in as well, a former Packers coach. Why would Dak not try to get the guys going a little quicker? They were walking. They were walking down the field when penalties were happening. Um, plays were happening. Was the, well, if there's a penalty, was the clock running? Well, no, but so I can see where he's but not dur- during plays. During after plays. a play, like a pass play. Yeah, not out of bounds. There was the clock was the still clock's running. running. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's probably on your quarterback. That's good. that. That's more of a culture thing. I mean, why are you not? We we know what we got to do. Uh, maybe they were confident that. Their defense was gonna get a turnover or something. I I don't know. Maybe they, they did get the ball back. But I they only that. got it back with about fifty seconds left, and they had to go quite a few yards. And the Eagles almost gave it to them. There was two penalties that took them, I think, forty five fifty yards down the field. So I mean, they oh, were geez. they were like on the third their their own third or their Eagles thirty five yard line. I saw that was was it the last play of the game? He Dal or uh, who the tight end? Who's ever who's the tight end for the Cowboys? I can't remember his name. Anyway, did he get tackled at the one yard line? Is that what I was saying? Was that the last play? The last play was down? on a sack. That was on a that was a different play. That was a different play. Dak got sacked at the end of the game. I see. Yeah. Was it was there one where he got was real close to scoring? Got maybe like on a maybe a fourth down or something. Might, yeah, that might have been. I didn't catch. I didn't catch the whole thing. Yeah, I, I didn't just caught pieces. I think it's, it. yeah, I saw uh, highlights of it the next day and wasn't paying a lot of attention. Um, your Packers beat the Rams. Who'd have thought? I I wouldn't, have. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that. I also wouldn't have thought it'd be twenty to four. It definitely wouldn't have thought that. Uh, uh. So the the Packers moved three to five. Third, they're, they're three and five. They have two safeties. It had to have been. I didn't watch the game. I didn't either. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that was the score. I'll look here, but I'm pretty I'm almost positive that was what the score was, unless I wrote it down wrong. I'm uh, twenty to three. Oh yeah, I just typed it in wrong. Twenty to three. My bad. You had me worried there for I was like, Sorry. Just two safeties. Dang. My bad. I misclicked. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I'm I'm just I'm not a fan of Brian Gutenheist. I'm not a fan of Jordan Love, and I think it's a failed experiment. Uh, I think it was a terrible decision. Uh, always will. Uh, and then Gutenheist doubled down again last week and said, you know, everybody's wrong. Jordan Love's the guy, but and. Goes out and wins a game, so I guess got to give them credit where credit's due. They they did one, so they're still technically alive, ish. They are. They uh, are. I, I mean, mean, they're one game back of the Vikings, and uh, right now I think the Vikings are. I thought I saw some. I saw something on ESPN or something. They were talking. They have a chance at like they're projecting them as the seven seed. Yeah, could they? So if you're one be. game back of that, I mean, you're still technically in the hunt. Uh, especially with all the division games coming up yet. Yep, and then uh, the Bears. The Bears lost. They were in the game and uh, whittled it down their legs. So they're two and seven. That's um, actually pretty pretty close score though for Bears Saints. Yeah, I mean they they ha- they were in it. They had it, and then they like I said, and they're still the playing game. with uh, Badgett. Yep. Ty- yep. Tyson Tyson Badgett, arm right. wrestling champion dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the Bears is is. Uh, 
Was their quarterback about to come back yet? Or I think he's getting close. I don't know if I want him to, but yeah. I'm not a fan of him. Huh? I haven't been a big fan of him. I think I think it's still a system thing. I think he he probably could be a good quarterback somewhere else. Uh, yeah. He's turnover prone. I can see that. I've been a fan of JT Daniels. That's who it is, right? Yeah. Oh no, it's Justin Fields. Or Justin Fields. Sorry. Yeah. I've been a fan of Justin Fields, and uh, he's pretty good. Uh, I know he gets a bad rap, but pretty much all the Bears quarterbacks have not been good no. for a while, and they've always been turnover prone. And doesn't matter who we have, <laughs> they're going to turn the ball over. Yep. Is uh, Tyson Badgett turning the ball over? <clears throat> not as. Uh, Frequently, but they're probably not taking as many chances either. I don't think he's taking as many chances as Justin does. I did see it seems like uh, Cole Komet's getting a lot more targets. Yeah, I think that's... By design? Yeah, I think by design, and I think Justin was trying to go for big plays and uh, when he was throwing the ball, and the tight end just wasn't the, the target. Um, he was he was either throwing swing passes or, <laughs> or 80 yards down the, down the field. <laughs> or running. Or running. He was doing a lot of running. Um, as far as the standings, Chiefs are still seven and two. Ravens still seven and two. Um, Jags are six and two. They were on a they bye. Were on a bye. Yep. Uh, Texans, Texans are four and four, slowly making a push. They kind of they had a really good game. Yep, yep. Um, other than that, who would have thought that the Bengals would be the last in their division? Well, I I didn't think that. It's great. That division's kind of crazy. It's really, really close. It's five three, five three, five three. Yeah. So. Um, the Brown. I mean, the Browns are being carried by their defense, defense right now. Um, the Steelers. Bang, the Bengals had a rough go with you know uh, Joe Burrow being hurt. So. Yeah, I they're, think they're. I think they're probably seven and one if he wasn't hurt. In my opinion. That uh, AFC North might be the best division in football. We got everybody's yeah. over six two five. Yep, winning percentage. I think you're probably right. Uh, it definitely looks like it. Yeah, the NFC's kind of poo poo this year. Yeah, it's it's tough, and surprisingly not that great because there's a lot of teams that you know I thought would have been a lot better. The Rams I kind of thought would be a better team. Packers maybe should have been a little better. Vikings are very suspicious surprising to me i thought they'd have been a lot better than five and four even before the acl injury yeah. or the achilles injury yeah i was looking at some uh draft projections and as it's, everything sits right now the bears would have picked two and three well at one point they had one and two so they need to stop winning <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> i mean could you imagine getting uh getting two guys getting uh caleb williams and uh who's the wider uh marvin harrison jr yeah that'd be right. a pretty pretty lethal little go at it but you yeah, know everybody's kind of maybe Caleb Williams won't be the number one pick anymore I don't know I don't know there's a lot of people came out and said he shouldn't have been crying on the on, on the, the sideline on the sideline with his I mean it was his family though yeah, I, get I don't it. know it's tough to lose but I mean emotionally I mean he, you gotta he remember the, he's a kid still yeah he was asking for ownership of an NFL team to be drafted and, I mean <laughs> it's kind of tough you yeah. gotta kind of you kind of set yourself up for some stuff like that yeah i suppose eagle again i don't i don't foresee the eagles they play the chiefs monday so they're on a bank or the eagle the eagles might be on a bye. the eagles are on a bye this week yep. so they play the chiefs on the 20th which that that could that's that's gonna be a good game 
They go Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Cowboys. That's a tough stretch. That's a four. And so, yeah, that's a four-game. That's a tough four-game stretch. Bills are hit and miss for me. Um, They can pour it on or they can have a bad game. Same thing with the 49ers right now. Yep. I I think, well, they were, so the Niners were on a bye, right? I'm pretty sure the Niners were just on a bye. Yeah, they were just on a bye, yep. Uh, And maybe they'll figure that out over over the bye week and see what happens. But, I mean, they were on obviously a little bit of a skid and, you know, they were kind of top of the world. And I think they can still bring it back out. Um, Tricky one might be the Seahawks game. I think they're kind of sleepers this year a little bit. They can kind of turn it on too. Yep. Kyler Murray is off the pup list is for he? Arizona. Yep. Is he going to play? So I, I don't know if he's <laughs> going to play this week, but I think. He, he probably has some COD Call of Duty to be playing. Yeah, probably. It's going to be tough. Right. I don't know. I don't know if football might cut into that or, <laughs> you know, he, he does like his video games. So tough. If, if he doesn't play this week, I think he's for sure playing next week. Okay. Um, and then they got the, they got the Giants. That's a win. Within three weeks. I know within, but they're playing them twice within three weeks. Three weeks of each other. That's kind of a good way to end the season. You know, you got two, two easy wins if you need them, especially the, that last one of the year, you know, and if you need a push, that's not a bad thing to have there. Right. Because there will be a lot of guys that might pull starters. and Still can't believe they lost to the Jets, though. That kind of blew me away. The Jets, they just got to get me to the playoffs. That's uh, all they that got to do. That was the other thing. I forgot to put that on the notes, but yep. then they, they took that they, loss this weekend. They had a bad, they had a bad game. They had a, that was surprising. I kind of thought it would be a lot more. I didn't see that happening from the Chargers, but the Chargers are starting to figure it out. They're this, kind of a scary team, yeah, too. They, I wouldn't want to face them. They started off really bad. The beginning of the year, just mm-hmm. they were giving up games they shouldn't have given up. They're back up to four and four. Yeah, they, I, I don't think the Jets should have lost that game. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. They, um, I don't know if you heard, uh, somebody was interviewing somebody after the game, and one of the in behind you can hear the ESPN crew mics pick up. Somebody had asked Aaron Rodgers, Hey, when you coming back? And he said, You want to give me a couple weeks? He wow. walked. He walked into the stadium. No crutches. No oh nothing. yeah, I saw that. Well, I mean, he's been throwing a football for three weeks now, uh-huh. in in just tennis shoes. Um, I don't see him coming in two weeks, but maybe you never know. Uh, he was probably nice. giving the guy shit, but I bet he's back there. Yeah, sooner than we think. So they got the Raiders, Bills, Dolphins, Falcons. They could go two and two there. Uh, they'd still be at. That put them at six and six with. Five games left. I mean, they could make the playoffs. Wouldn't it be crazy if they won this game here? That'd be tough. Uh, they got the Dolphins two out of two out of four weeks. Browns will be That's tough. That's a really easy last three games of the season for them. Mm-hmm. Not e- I mean, not super easy, but it's it's as best you could do. The Browns don't scare you on offense. They no, just have just a good defense. defense. One guy scares me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, as far as NFL, I think, I mean, we still got a lot of games to go. Oh yeah. We're, uh, eight weeks in, so not even a halfway through the season. This is week 10. We're, we're coming into week 10 right now. I think. Oh yeah. Some teams are on by. Yep. There's a lot of eight, eight teams that have played eight games, teams that have played nine games. I yep. see. Yep. That makes sense. Um, so we are over halfway through. Yep. Yep. It's been a good season so far. Obviously there's been already said there's teams that are just aren't aren't good 
Yeah, but uh, that's going to happen. There, there's been talk, just real quick. There's been talk of uh, them firing Belichick. Really? This week, not firing him this week, but he'll that he'll go at the end of the year. Well, even in the next couple of weeks, I don't see Robert Kraft doing that. But I, I would uh, venture to guess that isn't pretty much an impossible thing to happen. I, I don't see any way that Bill Belichick is ever going to be get let go in the middle of the season, uh, especially between Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick. It, he's won so much with that franchise, and I think that would be a real, <laughs> that'd be a bad thing, I think. And he is, it is probably time for him to go, but I, don't I, I agree see with him you. doing that in the middle of the, they're going to work that out. Yeah, I, I believe so too. And at some point you got to think about, I don't think they want to lose, but they got, you got to think about tossing the season. Um, I mean, you're two and seven. Yeah. They got to be right up there fighting the bears for that number one spot. Yeah. I can't remember. Who, I knew I was going to do that. I can't remember who's above them. Like as of sitting right now, I don't think it's the Patriots, but I can't remember who it was. They both have the same same record. Uh, where's oh, we got the Cardinals at one and eight. Giants are two and seven. Oh yeah, the car. I think it might have been the Cardinals. So Cardinals, Bears. So it's Cardinals, Bears via the Carolina Panthers. So they must and be then the one Bears' and eight actual too? pick. Yeah, Bears are one and seven. No, I meant the Panthers. Or the Panthers are one and seven. Yeah, they're one. one no, yep, that's where they're getting yeah, their so pick it's, from. It's Cardinals. Bears via the Panthers and then Bears, their own pick. Um, yeah, uh, I would say the Bears got the better end of that deal. For sure. I would agree. And, I mean, you still got a, a phenomenal receiver out of the deal, and you're going to get the number two pick out of it, possibly. You're right. Definitely gonna, you're definitely getting a top five pick. There's right. no way the Panthers are getting out of the top five. No. And they're, they're probably, I mean, they're not trying to tank, but. I don't think they're trying to get their rookie quarterback hurt either. Yeah. All right. Let's move into uh, the Patrick Beverly, Clay Travis controversy. So this is going to go back to what we talked about last week. Um, Clay Travis's tweet about, you know, he'll put up a million dollars. WNBA team against the boys high school team. Of his choosing. Yeah. Of his choosing. Here is Patrick Beverly on his podcast speaking about this here in just a minute we're buffering <laughs> a little bit the circle of death yep but he's basically going to talk about how he's on the side of the WNBA teams um well we had the audio earlier not sure why we don't have it now. Um, anyway, <clears throat> anyway, basically what he was saying was, uh, it'd be nice to hear him say it, but it's fine. Uh, he was claiming that uh, Clay Travis must be high. He's on some sort of drugs, doesn't know what he's on. And then we have Pat Beverly, who's an NBA player, has gone against the most physical players in the world, huge human beings. And he's trying to say that the women, he kind of goes on a, a tangent, says the WNBA women hit harder and play harder than the W the NBA players do. He and that's just not passive. Yeah, he basically possible. said that, that the screens that he, you know, when he was playing against some of the WNBA women, that the, the screens they set were harder than any screen he's ever been set by a man and and all these things. And, and just basically saying that Clay Travis was wrong and, and that he shouldn't 
have said what he said, blah, blah, blah. Which to me makes him sound like he's 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 being a beta male, being owned, just being beta to the WNBA. Uh, You can look at their physical attributes. They are that much smaller. He is wrong. He's bigger than most of the women that he was playing. I right. mean, he's a guard, but he's still six three, six four. Yeah. Um. He. Uh, I was just kind of looking up uh, a, a uh, after this whole thing with Clay Travis went through. Cooper Flags high school fo- basketball team right now, starting five six one six eight six nine six ten six ten. The WNBA champions, six foot, five eight, five eleven, six three, six four. So six four is tallest. Six four is tallest. So that's your center. That's your center going to and your shortest high school boy for Cooper Flag's team, Mount Verde, is six foot one as your point guard. And his vertical is probably out the gym. Probably a thirty inch, forty inch, yeah, whatever. What a, it, it literally doesn't matter. I mean, right. that just. There is no way that team could even remotely compete with the WM or with the high school boys. The WNBT NBA team would not compete with them. And it kind of speaks volumes the way I look at it. Uh the WNBA is not taking Clay Travis's challenge. They don't want no part of that. Because nope. they know they're losing that million dollars. Oh, for sure. They they for sure do it. And then Clay Travis rebuttaled to what Pat Bev said, and he said, you know. Patrick, you you've made enough money in your career. You went through the whole thing, and I'm sorry we can't hear it because that would've been great to hear him say it himself. But he was trying to say how, but if you if you believe in this so much and you're going to sit there and defend it, you put your money up then. Yeah. You and I'll put our money up. Yeah, if you really if you really believe in the WNBA that much, man, uh, Clay Travis will definitely take your money. And he basically said, "You're rich. I'm rich. You put a million on the WNBA team. I'll put a million on the boys. Play the game. You may try it. Yeah, see if it plays." No, it doesn't. But I think right. it's because yeah, I think it's something in the sun. Something with the recording, <clears throat> which is fine. Uh, yeah, he, Clay. People came out at Clay pretty hard, but I'd think stick to his guns. I, I know where he's coming from on this. It's I don't think he was trying to be detrimental. He just got sick of the the WNBA, ESPN, everything just forces that stuff down everybody's throats. Like you can't. If it was organically that popular, it would be organically that popular. The problem is the only way people know about this is through ESPN just shoving it down you. They're not watching the game. Right. They're, they're just not. And I, I just had a really hard time with what uh, Pat Bev said because he's just he's got it. He is not being genuine. There's no way that man's being genuine. He's no. just he's afraid to be canceled maybe. I don't know. He's just... Why, but then why say it? Like, why even comment on it? It wasn't like, you know, I don't know. I guess he was asked the question he was by asked his co-host. The, he was asked the question on his podcast, and he said it. I, there's the comments on here <laughs> kind of crazy. He's scared to be he's scared to death to be canceled. He's an ally, he swears. The line with, on the boys' team would be minus 20. <laughs> Maybe not, but I, well, I don't, I, I, I think it speaks volumes of the dumb NBA is just staying out of this because they, they know better. Ain't no man sitting with his legs crossed over convinces me that WA are better than the high school basketball boys team. <laughs> hmm. 
it caught me off guard when I, I heard this, his little rant and and it's just not, it's, there's no absolute way that that would happen. Especially if it's you, I mean, he's going to pick whatever team, but he did say, I mean, I'll give, uh, Clay Travis said that it had to be, uh, a, a championship, a state championship team. So there's uh what you know, two hundred cha- state championship teams, but really there's only thirty that you would pick. And it sounded like he was gonna pick his own home, one of his home state. Oh really? I think, I think is what he was gonna do. From what it sounded like in here, if we could freaking hear it. Sorry, people. We'll get That's that fine. fixed for next time. I just saw that. The picture of the or the rosters and uh, you just can't size you can't be size not in basketball not like that on this and you can see the strength yeah i can see it from here and, and it's over by you i can see the size difference <laughs> just in bulk speed like look at looking at that center he's probably got some some quickness on him too were, were we talking about dunks in a game last year or uh, in the WA, how many dunks there are, or did I see that somewhere else? Somewhere we didn't else. talk about that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have all the numbers in front of me, but there was something about the amount of dunks that happened in a WA NBA game. There's been like 70 WNBA dunks or 80 dunks, something like that. It's some really small number, and there's like 23,000 in a game <laughs> in a season for the, w, the NBA. I was going to say there's probably that many in a week's time frame. It, it's a lot. And so there's just no way physically that you could allow and unless you're just like the men can't touch the women. That's the only way that you would allow the women to, to win a game. Yep. Yep. And and viewers will probably as long as this doesn't get any more coverage from between those two, we probably won't cover this again. But we wanted to at least give our comments again since somebody from the NBA did clap back and, and yeah. try to say that they play harder or they, they're more physical than the men. So, um, did you see these yet? I definitely saw them. I didn't spend a lot of time looking at them. So he's looking at the uh, the NBA came out with their their mid season tournament courts because they now have a in season tournament. It's supposed to be kind of being like soccer a little bit. There's gonna be a trophy. Um, I think some of these are <laughs> absolutely atrocious. Yeah, they're not. They're not pretty by any sense. They're not. Mm-hmm. Eye appealing. Why are the Hawks blue, light blue, and another light blue? Like a a light, a super light blue, and a less super light blue. I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. They don't even have those colors. Is that that like a throwback? It's possible, I guess. I I wouldn't know. I'm not sure where they first started. At least bought. I I don't mind the colored scheme on Boston, but you're. Boston's okay. You're taking away. Barclays pretty close to what they have. What well, I mean, not it's when we close, start getting into these red ones yeah. that it just it just I don't know. I can't imagine watching this one's it. okay. Yeah, the that Cavs. One, that'll be easy to watch. That the Bulls one I think might be hard to see on TV. I agree. They I mean, they showed I show I saw some video of some of the red courts. I didn't. I you can't. It's can't hard see to see the players. Anything. That's kind of like so uh, Oregon. College basketball, I hate watching Oregon basketball. Because they have all that. Uh, it's like the trees on and the, leaves on the court. or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one, too. I don't like that court. Um, 
the the Cavs and the Mavs are okay. Mm. Nuggets. That's weird. That's weird. Uh, Just puts the mile high on it. Detroit's not horrible. Warriors isn't horrible. Yeah, see, it's it's these red, the red. Yeah. Oh, it's hard to see. <clears throat> and the blue mighty. I don't understand the color on that pace. Like that's not their color. Right. So why are you going why are you going with the baby blue on the Indies? Clippers at least is their colors. Right. Lakers is their colors. <clears throat> I, I like mind, I don't mind the Lakers. I definitely one. like that one. Yellow's not bad because it's close to the wood of the yeah. It's easy to anyway. see on. Grizzlies isn't horrible. It's, the it's just going back to the red. I just I can't do that. And, I, and my favorite color is red. <laughs> red and black is like my thing. That's your favorite color. And it doesn't seem like a good a good court scheme. I don't understand why are we having a color the entire length of the free throw line or the It must the have paint. to do something with meeting in the middle for the trophy, maybe. It's weird. Minnesota. I I definitely I don't mind that one. Nope. That one's not bad. That's Whoa. that's that one. There's a lot going on there on the Pelicans one. That's uh, that's loud. It's definitely loud. That's not their normal logo. No, it doesn't look right. It looks like a weird logo, but I mean, it's technically a pelican-ish. It is. It just—you guys will have to go look these up on your own. But the the pelicans, I think, is the worst one so far. That beats out the red. And I, I'm not. It's, it's, I, I actually like purple. But. It's loud. That's a lot going on on that court. Do they all have the? They do. They have the trophies coming yeah, off the side the, too. Yep, in the paint. And the Knicks isn't horrible. No, a lot, of, a lot of orange though. Okay, see, I don't hate because it's Lisa's. There's their colors, but mm-hmm. going back to that blue magic, I like. I this like one, that one is probably the most like just not jumping out at your face. Yep, we got the old seventy sixes with the red again. Yeah. Suns, where mm. where is the baby blue with the purple coming from? That's just as bad as the Pelicans. Yeah. That's <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know if it's the if the green is worse on the Pelicans one or if this one's worse. This one's a little bit better, I suppose. That green is just I don't know. The green's super bright. This the, the Pelicans one reminded me of like Halloween. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, yeah, definitely. Especially see with that. the logo the way it looks, like bones and that looks like some of the teams I used to like make in NFL Blitz <laughs> <laughs> color schemes. Right. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Portland, just going with the red again, but that one, that one actually. If you would have flipped those, put the red in the middle. Yeah. Rip City in the tan. Right. Tan on the outside. I could see that. I don't mind that one. I like Sacramento's Sacks. pretty good. Sacramento's, which Sacramento could be purple. And we don't go with purple with Sacramento. <laughs> they're just smarter. They're like, <laughs> they're like that. That looks horrible. Let's yeah, just go with this. That's terrible. Mm. Where's the green coming from? Uh, I. It makes no sense. Some of these, these color schemes on these teams. And we're we're looking at photos. They're not actual photos of the. It's just the course. rendering. It's just the rendering of it. So this isn't actually. The colors might be a little bit different when you actually see it on the. It'll be glossier. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um. I, Raptors. I like that one. Yeah, that I actually really like that one. I was going to ask if there was going to be a black or like a darker because yeah. it's probably going to. I bet you that looks black on the actual court. Yeah, I kind of that so far that might be my favorite with the Lakers. Yeah. Oh, I don't hate it. I don't hate that one with the purple and the purple. It's more subtle. 
Very. With the, not a because huge. Because it's got the lighter purple on the outside and then goes to the deeper purple and then goes to even further deeper purple yeah. on the logo. And it's not a huge contrast. You know, some of the other ones are so, so much different. Right. Wizards? I don't hate it, mm. but where's that color coming from? It's probably like a little piece of their logo. Socks? <laughs> yeah, maybe <they're laughs> that's socks. what they're wearing, socks? That's those. So that's those. I just wanted to kind of cover that because I saw it over the weekend. And I was like, these, some of these are horrible. And so but, that's going on right now, right? Um, I think it started November 3rd. Go down. <clears throat> Tips off Friday, November 3rd. Yep. So that's why I saw them. So was it, how long does it go? Does it say? Uh, Just said tips off the third. Single elimination knockout rounds begin with the quarterfinals December 4th and 5th. So, so they must go, they must start? No, the, team, the, the league starts November 3rd or the tournament starts November 3rd? The inaugural NBA in-season tournament will tip off with group play. Oh, so group play. Oh, and then they do a seeding. Yeah, and then single elimination knockout rounds will begin with the quarterfinals December. So it goes throughout the whole season. <laughs> that's a month. That's a month between the group play and the knockout round or the quarterfinals. Yeah. So if you go back to the top, it showed the groups here. Uh, oh, group A, group B, group C. Nope. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not. I think you should have just left the left the courts what they were. Yeah, well, they wanted it to be different from. They wanted you to know that it was the the games or the in season tournament, not just put like what games. they do for the finals in there. You put one logo in there. Yeah, they do that for the like the finals floor. It's the same floor. They, they just they could have the they could have literally projected it onto the broadcast and not yeah, even put could. it on the floor. Yep, they can do that too. Just saying, <laughs> I have that technology to do on my stream. So they can definitely do it on TV. Yeah, I know they can do it. Um, yeah, that's that's enough on that. That's, I, that's I've seen like I saw a few of them. I didn't see all of them, and uh, I didn't. I don't like that. I wasn't gonna get too much in the NBA tonight, but <laughs> Wemby is playing Madison Square Garden tonight for the first time. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. He's been doing pretty good. Yep. I like him. So they showed the stats of some notable players that have their first time playing in MSG. Um, Hakeem Olajuwon had 30 points and 25 rebounds. On his first game. First game at MSG. As an away player. As an away player. That's crazy. Um, Jordan was on there 30 points. Allen Iverson was on there with 30 points. Tim Duncan, David Robinson all had in that 25 to 34 whoever they had listed so that's yeah. what they're projecting i think maybe 28 and 10 28 10 and 4 that'd be a good it's a good go uh 30 would you say 30 and 25 or 30 for olajuwon olajuwon was 30 points 25 rebounds i don't see that happening but i could see the next highest rebounder mm. was 10 i'd and say I he's think between it, there and i think it was tim duncan really yeah, I think Dave, it, David Robinson only had six. I would say double double for sure. I would agree. I've been uh, I've been pretty impressed with him, and I don't know how you can be that size and do what he can do. It just yeah. makes no sense. I just always think he's going to break. I know he doesn't. I think his arm is going to break so in half. It's kind of like that Chet Holmgren 
super skinny, super tall, and I mean, he kept saying he was going to be one of the best big men. Sorry, man. <laughs> you don't have the outside skills at that size. You need if you're going to be that size, you need to be have some skills outside. Yeah. And sticking with basketball, I also saw Caitlin Clark has a chance to beat a lot of records or at least be in the top five for a lot of different things this season. I think she's got potential to to do that. To do that. I did uh, see the LSU loss last night, their home opener. I was okay with that. Yeah, I don't have a problem. I also saw a report today that uh, they did a, like, refs, like they do in the NBA refs final two-minute report. I saw this. Go ahead. Said that the LSU basically won on bad refing. Yep. So, Iowa, as much as I hate Iowa, well, Clark maybe. fouled out of that game. Yep. She, uh, Iowa maybe should have won that game. I would agree with you. Uh, we're going to move into something a little off the sports topics. Uh, we did get a little feedback that you guys wanted a little more than just sports. So we are going to move into that. And this is something that Vance um, wanted to kind of talk about. We're going to move into the Steven Crowder. He's a, uh, I'm not going to call him right wing, but he's definitely a Republican. He's got his own podcast. He started uh, political comedian. Yeah, we'll go with political comedian. He was also the guy you would have seen in some older videos. He would go sit out. Change my mind. Yeah, he was the change my mind guy. Which, that's a meme. You've seen the memes everywhere. Yep. Yep. And uh, so he's got louder with Crowder. Um, He's been moved off of different platforms for different things. Uh, They try to censor him a little bit, but he's usually, I mean, he's he's just like anybody else. Everybody wants to be able to have free speech and talk what they want to talk, and he's never really come out and completely lied about anything in my opinion um he just doesn't always say the things that some of the social media companies uh, want you to say um so this is going to be this is the tennessee shooters manifesto that he leaked the diary entries um this has been i'll let vance i'll, I'll let vance do this because he was kind of wanting to talk about so i'll let him tell about the other social media uh companies and and then get into the to the photos yeah so he released uh Initially, just released three pages of the deal. Uh, just kind of her ramblings. Uh, she's a, it was a female. She called herself a male. Uh, goes by male pronouns and stuff like that. Uh, kind of went and released pictures of these pages. He got it through an inside source. Uh, it was initially they were saying they're fake. Uh, later in the day, they said they're real and they were stolen. Then it was they were bought and paid for. And then it's kind of not really being talked about where they got it from. And the problem on this side of it is it's being censored by all of the platform. A lot of the platforms that a majority of the, the public is on, right? So... Well, we understand that there, and I, I get this. There's a lot of people that there's just too much going on, going on in your life that you just can't pay attention to everything. So you don't get to see everything. Um, we do know uh, it's it's pretty good and pretty easy to tell. They will release certain things that fit a narrative. If it doesn't fit their narrative, they will censor it as best they can. You can't Google this. Uh, Elon Musk has not censored it on X and has said he won't censor it on on X because it is X formerly known as Twitter uh, because it is needed to be known to see this, uh, to see the depravity that she wrote in her book or in her, her diary. 
uh, the type of things she talked about. <clears throat> she talked, I mean, used a lot of foul language, uh, clearly had some issues, uh, talked about how she was almost caught multiple times. Uh, so what does that mean on that side of it also does the people that are supposed to be protecting us, are they not doing a good job of protecting us? Which I, I would say they don't, uh, if she was almost caught, how was she almost caught? Uh, who knew, uh, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, you can't, can't Google it. Facebook censors it. YouTube censors it, but X keeps it up. So, I mean, do we want to talk about what she said or, uh, for the people that maybe haven't seen it or won't look it up, you can go into some of this. Um, I mean, it's it's out there, so I mean, it's not like we can't not say it on the podcast. Yep. So, um, on two three, so th- this happened in March, correct? Yep. It was in March. I don't remember the exact date. Okay. So on on one page, she's got kill those kids with exclamation points after it. Um, going to their private fancy schools, and again. She went to this school, okay, with the going to the the private fancy schools with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks, backpacks with their daddy's mustangs and convertibles. Um, F you, little shits. Um, I wish to shoot you. Um, yeah, I'm it, not. I'm not. Really gonna, I'm not going to go into those other ones. Uh-huh. Um, she talks about white privilege. Um, she was white herself. She uses a lot of derogatory wor- words. Um, you know, she claims to be part of the LGBT community, and she uses it talking about the kids that she is about to kill using a derogatory word for uh, gay people. So, I mean, it, it, these people are um, not... Uh, they're hypocritical. They'll they'll claim you can't say stuff, but they'll say it themselves for for other things. So most of the time, and yeah. that, that was that way with a lot of different things. Um, she got into a whole schedule. Um, she called it Death Day. Started at six thirty, went to the time of the shooting. Um, it, it really lays everything out. They're assuming lunch was between eleven and one. I don't know why they put that on there. Yeah, I don't know about that the, uh, the other thing that people are talking about is the final video there's no video right so they're thinking they that she don't made have a the video, video but she did make a video okay um it has not been released yet and again why is this stuff why why are we all, a year later not having this sh- stuff released already go to the go to the third one yeah, the, this totally should have been released this should have been public knowledge um very shortly after one thing when i was reading this uh this one drove me crazy and it caught me off guard and it, it speaks to the, and this was on the day, this was on the day. I mean, she's got the post yeah, saying so 327. Death, death day dated 327. Uh, she says today is the day. The day has finally come. I can't believe it's here. Don't know how I was able to get this fixed, but here I am or get this far, but here I am. I'm a little nervous, but excited too. Been excited for the last two weeks. She's known this is coming for two weeks and has been excited to go kill innocent people. Has no, she she's not even having second thoughts of this thing. Yeah, the next part is the scary part, actually. There were several times I could have been caught, especially back in the summer of 2021. Why well, would she, she she's almost been thinking get about this for two years? Yeah. 
two years. Uh, none of that matters. I'm almost an hour and seven minutes away. Can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm ready. I hope my victims aren't. She hopes her victims are not ready to be shot, to be what she doesn't. So this kids, will, kids this, by the way, kids. And this also goes to the gun free zones issues. I think everybody should be armed. These, these cowards, they target innocent. They, target unarmed people they know that they're not going to get shot exactly they know they're going to kill somebody before they ever die she was probably fine with dying she had no problems dying clearly she didn't care she knew what she was doing uh but she knew she was going to kill people before she was ever ever encountered anything uh the thing that this is getting to the point where i didn't like it and it really caught me off guard her only my only fear is if anything goes wrong wrong i'll do my best to prevent anything of the sort. And then she puts in parentheses, God let my wrath take over my anxiety. She is praying to God to help her kill innocent people. Yeah. Like that but was pure evil. About so a lot of these, a lot of these, la the last, I don't know how many more shooters um, of recent past have all come back that they had, were on they were pharmaceuticals. Known. Oh, well, yeah. They were on antidepressants. They were on anti-anxiety. They were on, all sorts of medications. Yep. Um, and I think that a lot of that, I don't believe in them. I've talked to a few people recently. They were on antidepressants. They were on all these. And these are these are older older gentlemen okay, yep. that I've recently talked to, probably in their six, in between 60 and 80 years old. Worked all their life. Farmers. And they have been on, let's say, 20 medications. They took them off, most of them. Usually it's a son our age going to the doctor with him finally being like, why, why do you have my dad on these medications? And it comes back to this because then it screws their it screws their whole thing up. They lose all their energy. They lose everything else. They don't want they don't want the will to live is now gone. Changes all the their same chemical thing balance. She ends it with saying it might be ten minutes tops. It might be three to seven. It's gonna go quick. I hope I have a high death count. Ready to die. Ha ha. Yep. Aiden signed. Yep. Signs it. Aiden. Uh, it, it, it's sickening. Um, this should have been leaked. This should have been leaked a long time ago. Uh, these people deserve to know why their kids were targeted. And I mean, to know that this person, this person is not a good person. She, there, there is no way that we can say that this was any way uh, excusable. Uh, clearly was sick in the head, clearly had mental issues, clearly had issues that needed to be, should have been addressed or taken care of. Um, why was she known? She, I mean, all these, the other thing that you were talking about, we find out they were all on medication. They also always come back. This person was known to us. The FBI right. knew of them. And she even thought she was going to get caught beforehand. So I know there's a lot more pages to this thing, so we're kind of waiting to see more of it be released and more of it be out there to know what's going on there. I'm hoping we get a lot more just to know. The main shooter was denied a silencer. Yeah. And still got, you know, still was able to, you know, I still can't believe that one too. He was, he, uh, he was actually, uh, he was actually, uh, committed. He was in, he was hospitalized for a couple weeks or whatever. Um, he was in the national guard, uh, I get what you're saying on he was denied guns. I <laughs> not guns, I, just a silencer. A silencer. I am 
a little bit of a two A absolutist. I, I I think it's there for a reason. Um, a lot of these, I get we can keep guns out of their hands, maybe, but they're gonna, still going to get them. You can get them anywhere. So the answer to that is give more guns to more people. More people need to be trained. More people need to know how to handle a gun, need to be around guns. Stop being afraid of a gun. Protect yourself. Right. And then the way the world is today, not only from stuff like this, but who knows what's going <laughs> to happen with yeah. the rest riots, of the, people well, breaking riots, into your house. Russia, China. Yeah. Like everything is changing right now. Exactly. Uh, it'd be stuff handy. going over in Palestine. And yeah. I'm not saying just go get a gun and do whatever you want. You gotta, you gotta know how to shoot it. You gotta put responsibility. You gotta, yeah, you gotta put bullets down range. You gotta know how to shoot it. Know how to, how to clean it. How to deal with it. Uh, how to make sure it's working. Uh, it, it means I feel safer with more people with guns. One hundred percent. I would agree with you. Especially, I mean, we're also from small, you know, yeah, country area. We're, we're used to being around. Like yeah. it's not it's not a uh, a thing you, you you see a gun in the back of a pickup and you don't think twice about it. Oh, they're gonna go hunting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm never just like we're never worried. You know, even even sometimes when I'm in bigger cities, I don't always worry a whole lot around here anyway. And half the time I'm in other other states, I'm not. My first thought doesn't go to oh things are gonna go bad. Yeah. But it's better to be prepared and not need it than to need it and not be prepared. I agree with you. 100%. Uh, and and it's it's obvious these people target this this coward. She is a coward. He, he is a coward. She is a coward. Whatever you want to say. An absolute coward. She was targeting an unarmed place and knew it was unarmed and had been planning it and wasn't going to risk. She knew she she says this ten this ten minutes tops to three to seven it might be three to seven that is her saying the cops will show up and then I will die she knows that she knows she's going to kill people before that happens um and it was said that she on her way there she actually went to a church and shot into a church you're praying to God. To help you kill somebody, and on your way to go kill some kids, you're gonna just fire into a church. Luckily, the church was empty; didn't kill anybody, didn't didn't hit anybody. But on her way, shot into a church. The other thing I, I always try to find when these things get released or any type of even back during COVID, I'd always try to get both sides. So I'd try to find Republican side, Democrat side, all the different sides. I could not find a single left leaning person that commented on this. They don't want to because right. it it dispels their narrative. Usually, you can always find something. I couldn't find a single thing. They have no they have no racism to to pedal. You can't. They can't pedal. Uh, it's a hate crime on racism. They can't pedal that it's a hate crime against uh, against a protected class um, because it was Christians that were killed. By, it's a sad deal, obviously, too. I mean, oh, we, we always want to say that. It's miserable. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's by no good. Um, and then, uh, I, the video of the heroes that went in and t took her down, uh, it's brutal to watch, and you don't wish, <laughs> you don't wish death on anybody, but they went in. They went in fast, and they, they didn't, they didn't hesitate. They, took her down and 
you know, it is what it is. I just talked about that with somebody else because of the the Texas one, the Uvalde, Uvalde. Uh, how long it took for them and to? They, to me, the 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 police at Uvalde were cowards. I agree with you. And allowed children to be slaughtered. Did you you see so you watch the Tennessee, the video. body cam footage? Yep. Okay. It was a. It, it's brutal, but yeah, it's meaning, brutal. But they they swept it real fast. Oh, it was quick. And they were very yeah, very they tactical, very communicating. And they didn't wait to get in. They knew to break in. They Let's heard go. the shots Let's and went right it. in. Let's they go. knew right where she was and went right in there. Uh, and those are heroes. I, it, I don't care what you say. That those are heroes. The Uvalde police are not heroes. Absolutely not heroes. Agree. And yeah, still, still nothing on the Las Vegas shooter. Yep. Where are we at on that? Have you? I've I've seen some conspiracy theory videos and things on that. Have you seen any of that stuff? Uh, the every day that passes, I start believing more conspiracy theories. Right. I, they were just showing some of the and not not just on Vegas. I'm talking. Oh, everything. everything. Oh, I agree with you. Like nothing to me seems off limits right now. We could make a whole whole podcast, podcast about conspiracies that we believe in or we think is true. I don't want to go crazy. I mean, I don't believe in lizard people that live in the tunnels, but you, you don't? know. You don't, you don't <laughs> think that the Denver International Airport is just a bunker for the Not grays and the people. lizard people? No, I don't think it's the lizard people. <clears throat> I think there is probably some shady stuff going on at Denver International Airport, but not lizard people. That's funny. <laughs> um, but going back to the Las Vegas thing, there's they're coming out with more because th- you know there's been photos leaked and things of the room and that he couldn't have been in this spot or he couldn't have done you know, there's so many different things but I, I can get into it another oh, time yeah. because i don't know all the facts but there's a lot of stuff about the amount of bullets that were actually flying that is not physical to come from one person right or and not, I, it's not physically possible and i think people think uh that the world's just gonna forget it, it seems to yeah i mean nobody's talking about honolulu or hawaii anymore well what's going on there um it just seems like we we always we just get a new uh, a new media story to black everything out, and then we forget about it. Yeah, it's some of the stuff that that uh, she said, he said, whatever. Very derogatory. Shooting, targeting crackers. Yeah. Which I could care less about. No, the I term, don't care. Term like that. It's just. It's just funny. That she, he says he was targeting targeting crackers with white privilege. Yeah, she's yeah. white. Went to the same school. Yeah. Um. Sorry, we're kind of trying to read through some of these. I just kind of typed it into into X, and we're. I was trying to find. I'm still trying to find a. Um, so a, they a left side of it. I did see that they were trying to fire the. The police officers, officers that they think are the ones that leaked it. Uh, good, good, not to fire oh, them. Good, yeah. they released it. Yeah, I know. That's my point. Like, it, it kind of speaks volumes. Uh, they're saying it without saying it. In my opinion, that they just didn't. They don't. They don't believe you need to know what's going on. Yeah, Facebook. Facebook took it all down. Is is it put a it put a whatever you want to call that community community standards on violence and incitement. Your post may go against our community standards on violence and incitement. Yeah, 
because uh, he's he's because posting the tra- the shooter manifesto and he's inside. They that thinks they think that that's going to incite violence. Um, maybe maybe to a person like that, but she's already dead, so I guess it there's no violence going to be done towards her. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, I kind of I mean we kind of beat that pretty good, but uh, it's it's a all around. It's all around. It's a bad deal. Uh, I feel like these things should be should be released, and I don't care if it's if it's the other way around. The ones that they do release that are, uh, you know, racially motivated stuff like that, it, which they'll always release it if it's white against black every yeah. single time as fast as they could possibly do it. Yep. They won't do it the other way. Right. I think we need to do it both ways. Let's put bring it all light. Everything. I think I don't a lot. Care if it's good or bad against what my my personal views are. We I need agree. To see that. We need to be able to see it, and I, I think the same way when it comes to, like, war. I think there should be more, Um, I, when I was younger, Desert, desert Storm. Yeah, probably things I maybe shouldn't have seen at the age I was, Um, but they never released some of the actual photos from what was going on over there. And if you saw that, like, if people saw that stuff, they would actually understand war instead of trying to sit out here and protest, blah, 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 blah. And, yep. Like, there's got to be, there's got to be more... Uh, more information is always better, but I mean it. It is on. Uh, but yet you can go see a video of on Twitter of a of a guy getting shot in Chicago. Yep. Right now, no I can pull it up right now. Oh yeah, yeah. But they won't censor that. No. But they'll censor anything that is politically motivated for a certain slant. Right. Which is a problem. Um, and it's also on the public, use listeners, uh, us, to we just need to. Seek as much information as you can. Um, don't just. That's I mean, why I said I try to. I try to find it from both sides. Yeah, because then I can get a whole story. Yep. Right. And sometimes, yeah, even you, you'll hear the whole story, even if they're trying to slant it one way or the other. The you'll hear them say what they aren't supposed to say. Right. But if you if you hear both, if you hear both, like let's say you. Now it's getting a little better, but if before, two years ago, you see you hear Fox News say one thing and you hear CNN say another. Well, mesh them together. Yep. Figure F- it out yourself. Figure it out. You can. By listening to both, you can figure no, it out. You, you definitely know. Yeah. Use logic. Critical thinking. Yeah. That's all it takes. But yeah. they don't teach that to kids anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't learn that in school. Some adults don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. This is true. My son has better critical thinking skills than half the adults I know. Uh-huh. Yeah, Probably true. It's It's tough. He could. I've never. I've mm. never pushed any kind of ideologies on him. I will show him something, without saying anything. Let him watch it. Let him take it in, and then I'll ask his opinion. And then I'll give mine. The truth is absolute. Yeah. And there's a good and bad. No matter what you say, there there's there's a right and a wrong. Yeah. That's what the universe is based on. Exactly. And I. I mean, I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, we're, we're kind of coming to a close here again. I want to thank you guys for listening to, uh, the first episode. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We're going to just keep getting better as we go, but the only way we can do that is if you guys just keep spreading the word and getting, um, some, ju- some suggestions of topics and things you guys want to talk. Yeah. Just give us a little feedback. Go on to the agent life media group and, and give us some comments on the episode and just let, let us know what you're feeling. If you think that the audio is messed up or you think that, uh, 
some of the sports is getting too too long and we need to do more news coverage uh things like that just let us know and we'll uh or more comedy and we can talk about movies we can talk about music we, there's a lot of things we can talk about we have TV a lot shows. of stuff we can talk about yeah we, we have a whole <laughs> basket full um turns we, out i don't ever run out of things to say yep, yep. sometimes i gotta shut up him, him and i have just known each other a long time and we debated on sports a lot so sports is a thing that we know we can talk about for sure but we can talk about so many other things so just give us some feedback um be on the lookout for the other show coming as well um we're gonna call it touching base first episode will be coming out hopefully next week um andrew mccarthy is going to be our guest he's the owner of uh district table and tap and we'll uh have a nice long interview with him and kind of pick his brain a little bit and uh, you'll get uh, another episode next Friday. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining.